straight, no chaser. Another episode of Straight No Chaser, the podcast out here everywhere. Thank you for tuning in these last few months. And for this one time, uh, this is going to be the last episode of 2020 and kind of like a little special, you know, wrap up show, basically, where we're going to just talk about everything that 2020 has been about. And there's been some shit. So uh, we're going to introduce ourselves and, you know, go around and hopefully get started with this. I'm John. Neil, go ahead. What's happening? We back at it again for one more time in 2020. Good to see y'all. Let's get it. Go ahead, KG. What episode number is this? 30 what? No idea. Two. I think 32. it's 32. 32. There you go. So Damn. We, sk- we skipped a couple of weeks too. So this is uh, 30 plus weeks of conversations. I just want to say uh, I'm happy to see this year kind of come to an end. And uh I'm sipping on some Casamigos Reposado tequila. Cheers. Mm, nice. I think I think that that was the longest intro Cage has given us. Ever. Right. Ever. What, okay. What is the name of it again? Um, Casamigos Reposado tequila. There you go. Okay. This is George Clooney's tequila. I decided to, to try some different a different one. I'll, I'll showcase a different one this evening. George okay. got his own tequila. Yep. Good stuff. The Rock Rock got his own tequila too. Have you tried The Rock's tequila? Uh, No, I have not. Me neither. Well, uh, my name is Rasheen. I am sipping on some Basil Hayden. I've never had Basil Hayden's before, so it's my first time. Cage. Cheers, brother. Cheers. And I got some Turkey Hill lemonade. John, what's your lemonade? Let's get it popping. Go ahead, sir. I mean, and as you can see, we'll you can catch us out. on Instagram, straight right. with an eight dot no dot chaser dot podcast. We're everywhere. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, podcast, YouTube, Amazon, Spotify, all that. Everywhere that you get podcasts, you can get this podcast. So 2020, finally wrapping up. Here we are. It's uh, December 30th. You know hey, what I'm saying? It's been a long ass year. And I mean... We really got to get into so much about this. I wanted to kind of talk about all the different things that happened this year, but it's just so damn much. You know, I don't even really know where to start. The first thing, unfortunately, that jumps out at me was like when Kobe Bryant died. You know what I'm saying? That kind of started the year off. Not started the year off, but was one of the first things that I remember about this year. And I mean, I guess the reason I feel like that's real important to a degree is that Kobe was like... uh a real iconic superstar of my age. He was somewhat close to my age. And, you know, just somebody that I feel like I grew up with and it all, how it all happened was real sad. And it was just like a, a real mournful ass thing. You know what I'm saying? So that was a messed up way to start the year and it went downhill from there. Yeah, basically. that Kobe thing was, um, 
Yeah, no one, no one's really prepared for death. Even if you got someone who's terminally ill and and they may have to go to hospice care, you're still not really prepared for it. But for whatever reason, that that Kobe one threw everybody for a loop, like everyone. And the fact that he was with his baby girl too. Yeah, Ugh. everyone was toe up over that. Yeah, I mean, and so y'all share tears. Did y'all share tears when Kobe died? I didn't shed a tear. I did. I mean, I think, you, I think you texted us about something about like that. Well, but yeah, I, I, I didn't. I didn't know anything happened. You texted us, Ra. You sent us a text message that indicated that something had happened, and I thought uh -huh. you was. I was like, man, Hibo Rashin spreading some some bullshit again. I don't spread. I, don't spread I know you don't, but yeah, I, I was like, Hibo Rashin spreading some bullshit again. So I had to do my fact check, right? And so I started doing my little searches, and um, I was sitting at the table with my wife, and I was like, Kobe died. And she was like, what? I was like, Kobe died. And so for what I, I feel like I know the reason to John's point, he was definitely within my age range. I grew up with him. And it was somebody that I had respect for. I, I, I wasn't a Kobe fan like earlier in his career. However, as his career progressed, I became respectful of his talent what he stood for. I read a couple of his his books. The dude had a lot of substance. And I mm -hmm. felt like he was transitioning into something that was, you know, super major. And I can't we'll be remiss to kind of just dismiss his his public known bump in the road. In my opinion, I think that's in the in his past. And he had to atone for that. But his loss, his death, and then to John's point with his little girl, and I'm looking at my daughter. I can only imagine as a father, you holding your your child and you know that it's about to be a wrap. I just, mm. it just hurt me, man. Like as a as a man to man, just I, I was saddened. I cried a couple of times. I'll tell all of y'all I love y'all. And I continue to do that to all my friends, all my, all my male friends and people in general. Like I, I love you. And I think it's important that people hear that now because I think Shaq was talking about how he wished he would have spent and did some things differently in their relationship so he could have expressed himself more. You thought he had more time. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, none of our time is, none, no time is guaranteed, man. Today could be my last day. Right. And I got to, you know, y'all got to deal with that, you know, tomorrow when I ain't here no more. So I, I think we just got to, it made me just recognize that our time is short. And you look at him like this dude is is paid. Like this dude made over 500 million, something like super, super paid. You would think like, man, this dude died in a plane, in a helicopter crash. Why the hell? Sad, I man. Death, I think his death just hit people in different ways. Like, it didn't phase me that much. I think it just phased me from the sense of he was a girl dad, like me. So, like y'all said, him going, him losing his life with his daughter, you know, me with my twins, I was like, ooh, that's tough. You know, and then you got the sisters that's surviving and, you know, his wife and everything else. So, I think from him being a girl dad like me, it was just like, oh, that's hard. But I mean, throughout life, you know, I think different different actors and celebrities' death phase people in different ways. But you know, I think I missed him. I it, it hit me just from, you know, going out with his daughter like that. I was like, oh, that's tough. And I couldn't imagine what his sisters are going through. I mean, her sisters are going through, let alone his wife. So yeah, yeah they also think about it too. Like you know, the part of me that factors into this for him or my associated with him is his work ethic. That is what stands out. Like, what's what you hear people talk about the most? His maniacal 
work ethic to be a perfectionist, knowing he'll never receive it or achieve perfection. This dude, the mama mentality. I saw his up and smoke conversation with um, Stephen Jackson and I forget the other dude, Matt Barnes. Yeah. And his commentary on there was just like, this dude is, he's different. He's a different dude. He's cut from a different mm-hmm. cloth. And I admire people like that. Not that I need to be like him, but it's definitely aspirational in terms of the mentality his approach to things. And to to lose that at such a young age when he was this dude was this dude was in a whole other a whole other, like basketball was behind him. Mm-hmm. He had just texted LeBron because LeBron had passed on the scoring list, and to know that that next morning, that's it. That shit is wild. I mean, you got to live every day. That was my takeaway from it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you never know, like you said, knock on wood, it's not going to happen. But, hey, you never know. And you got to try to live your life, man. But speaking it, of living life. It's, it's real. Just like for, um, like, and when you talk about just that in, in, in general, um, living your life, uh, a friend of mine, I think it was the day of my birthday, November 21st, she hit me up on um on uh, you told us about Facebook. this, yeah, and, and I don't know if I shared it with everyone, but she hit me up on Facebook, and um, she's talking about, yeah, I want to write a book, try and get this cookbook done, da da da. Let's get let's get going. I know you publish, so we need to walk through that. Let me know how we got to do this. I was like, all right, let's talk next weekend, because you know, it was my birthday, so I celebrate birthday. Let's, let's talk. Let's talk over the weekend. Um, weekend rolled around. She was doing stuff with um. I think her daughter, her daughter was having a baby shower or um, her stepdaughter was having to be, someone was having a baby shower. So we didn't talk that weekend. But then the very next, like that week, like the ninth, the 29th, she dead. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. y'all gotta take advantage of things. Right. You know, when you have opportunities, you know, if, if they're books you want to write, if the you know stories you want to put out, if the jobs you want to go after, the businesses you want to create, that you know people you out there that you love and you always spending time with them, but you know because they got a situation, you got a situation, but now y'all both free. You know, y'all can tell each other y'all love each other now. You know, because people, you know, people aren't going to be here forever. Facts. It's unfortunate but true, and uh, you know. Sadly, right after that is when we was first starting to hear about this whole COVID situation and all no, of that. That's not true. That's not true. Okay. What, what, what happened? We heard, we heard about COVID in yeah. January. End of last year. I heard about COVID. And actually, like in November, November, December. Before that. Okay. Yeah. End of last year. But it started making its way over here for real, like late February or some shit. February, March, something like that. Right after... It got here, I want to say, in March. It got here in February, but we didn't shut down until March. March okay. is when the shutdowns began to happen because it began to expand. And really, the NBA is, was was a catalyst for most things kind of shutting down mm-hmm. because the basketball player was interviewed and he was talking. He actually rode the microphones and all right. that kind of dumb shit. Rudy Gobert's dumb Rudy Gobert. And then the next day, he tested positive for COVID. Right. Mm-hmm. But once that happened... It was like shut this thing down. They, 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 they really, nobody really understood what they was dealing with, right? You know, at right. that time it was it was definitely highly, it was definitely more fatal than the current version of it is now. The mortality rate has definitely dropped drastically. Um, I think it's still hovering around two, three percent, less than three percent, but it's like between two and three percent. Um, 
And that's, you know, that's relatively low in the grand scheme of things, but it's still, you know, people are dying, but not at the same clip. So, you know, March is when it kind of, it kind of jumped off in that way. But the thing is, I, I saw this thing coming over from China. I saw it in China. I was telling people, hey, I was telling folks right here at home, I said, my family, we, yo, it's going to be an issue. We're going to have to get water, food, do whatever, because if they shutting down over in China, nah, it's never going to happen. It's not going to come over here. Then it went from China to Italy. I'm like, it was worse in Italy than it was in China. And I'm like, it's coming to the States. It's a virus. Like those things can get on planes. You know, and next thing you know, and I knew it was going to be bad because Americans, you can't tell Americans what to do. Arrogant right? dummies. Yeah. I, you can't tell me I, I got to wear a mask. That was one of our first shows was so debating on whether or not you can mandate masks. Right. Yeah. But it, 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 it got here. Got here. Spread got here. here. Unprecedented. In that's right living. That's right, that's right living here. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, it's funny, but we can go back and look at like the old shows or whatever and revisit this whole situation like from kind of beginning to end and it's like well not even end because it's not ending it's still going on it's evolving it's evolving yeah it's uh kind of crazy but you know we kind of made it through here did any of y'all have covid or feel i feel like everybody was like yo i think i had it like last december you know what i'm saying yeah. you did rob i think i i think i had it last december but i i ain't had no antibodies i just had a real bad what i had it felt like it, the whole coughing and, and can't breathe and chest pains and all that you stuff. I feel like you're going to die. And absolutely. It was some nights I was like, if this is the night, uh, this is the night. That probably could be it. Could yeah, you still smell and taste? Um, I had lost sense of um, smell and taste a little earlier than that. I lost so sense did. of, I, I lost, actually, I lost my sense of smell and taste when I was in Italy, then came back to the States. <laughs> you was in Italy. Yeah, and came back I'm to the states. I'm, and I'm then, gonna go ahead on the limb and say you you had COVID, cause yeah, and and then I, I had all that other stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I, 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 haven't, I haven't had it. I've been living in the bubble. Mm. I mean, that's it, it's exceptionally fortunate because it was uh, you know going around all over the place. Seemed like when it got here, it spread, uh, metastasized, and all that. You know, it's not funny or whatever, whatever. So. Unfortunately, for everybody that had it, or might my have mother, had it. my mother had COVID. She didn't. She's she's still here, but she didn't handle it well. She's a, what we, what they would define as a long hauler. Um, we've had family members who have passed away from COVID. I know a number of people who've been infected with COVID. People on my team um, at work, plenty of people at work have had COVID. Continue to have COVID. I've had people who've had you know COVID more than once. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, you know, Neil, if you've experienced that or, or seen that, but it's crucial, man. You know, it, it, it does a number on you and then, you know. But see, I ain't have no ailments like, you know, losing losing your taste. Like, I think I I think I think had it, like, right before I went to CIAA late January, early February, because normally I don't get sick. I haven't gotten sick, God bless me, in five years. But that time I had, like, a chest cold for, like, three, four weeks. And I was like, what the hell is this? Because normally if I get a little cold, I could kick it out in a week. But like for three, four weeks, I was like, what the hell is going on? I felt like I couldn't breathe, but I was still able to function. So, you know, that's around the time a lot of people were like, I normally don't get sick or I had a little something that lasted a little bit longer. But I'm sure it was more deeper than just a, a chest cold if you had COVID. But I had something. 
It could be. You know what I'm saying? Like it affects different people. Mm-hmm. It affects different people differently, right? Like the dude um, in Louisiana, I think he's a, a, a elected Republican official, mm-hmm. state rep, I think he was, state rep or even a senator, one of the two. But House. No, he was calling House it House of Rep. 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 Representatives. Dude is 41 years old. Oh, they just kids, died? Yeah, yeah. Three, three, 11 or three month old, and then 11 year old, one, one of those two. And uh, he was a he was a 45 supporter, didn't wear masks, and gone, cuz. Mm-hmm. That's how it is sometimes. You know, I think this whole thing caught some people by surprise. Uh, the way that it was all handled was insane. And the fact that this all happened under this big presidential election that everybody was talking about just added a sense of surreal absurdity to everything. We talked about it throughout the whole damn year, too. So it's like COVID, Trump, they kind of all fit together. Question. Yeah. Do you do you think that if 45 would have handled COVID better, he would have got reelected? I think so. Uh, I mean, who's to say? That's a nine bullshit. Aside from handling COVID bad, he he had a multitude of dumbass fuck ups that he did. So I don't think just because he handled COVID better that would have given him a a hall pass. Like, all right, we're gonna give you another four. But what would have been handling COVID better? You know what I'm saying? I think I think having a national mass mandate. Would have been a, a, a nice introduction. I think not having states and local municipalities kind of do it from an ad hoc perspective would have been nice. Um, I think if, if he would have implicated and, and let it at a federal level and had a federal mandate that he could have pushed down to the states, I definitely think that dude would have won again, man. Man, the, 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 the whole COVID committee he had, they was ready to mail masks to every American. Like you was going to get masks in your mailbox. And Trump was like, nope, that's going to freak people out. We don't need to do that. Like he made conscious decisions to play this thing down. Mm-hmm. So so if he hadn't done that, and let's say he had done something differently and been a, a, you know, a present and involved president, would it have gone a different way in terms of election? I don't know because he still had the um one of the things that was wrapping up at the beginning of the year before we went into Kobe and the, and the COVID thing was his impeachment. He still had to, he still had to reckon with all the stuff that came out as a result of the impeachment. And so I don't know if it would have been a slam dunk for him to win again. I don't say slam dunk. I think yeah, I, don't, it, I, don't, I think I, it would I think it would have helped. Erica, yeah, Erica was taught Hubbard said that unfortunately, yes. I don't think it would have been a, a, a straight yes. I think he would have won again. I think I think COVID was one of the things that kind of pushed pushed him back. I, I didn't mean to derail us, but I just thought I thought I no, I mean, COVID. that's that's definitely played a part in it. It's I crazy mean, that all it, that happened. It, it is a social cultural moment that um right <laughs> associated with 2020. The other thing though that I associate with 2020 is all of the um all of the protests mm, all over crazy. the country. We almost um, forgot about that completely, but yeah. And every time, I, now when I think back to the protests, I, I almost link them to the protests that we were seeing years ago with the Arab Spring. That they was protesting in the, in the Middle East that got people like taken out of leadership. You know? Right. Um, so when we think about masses of people in the streets, you know, against the government, protesting the government, we think over there somewhere. Mm-hmm. But that's that's right here. 
I just had got Uber ride and the dude was from um, Belarus. I ain't never met no one from Belarus. And I'm like, well, why are you here in America? He was like, I'm a you know political asylum. Mm. You got political asylum from Belarus and came to a country that's in the midst of like daily protests. I thought that was wild. I mean, um, I actually went down there to the stuff that they was doing in D.C. And I won't say that it was performative because people really was out there and really, you know, protesting and everything else. But it was like uh, over with real quickly. You know what I'm saying? Um, a whole bunch of people stayed out there. A whole bunch of people lived out there and camped out and, you know, kept the heat on and all that kind of thing. But the majority right. of people was kind of out for like a weekend. This was right in the middle of COVID. And everybody was, you know, people didn't know really know how to deal with it and, you know, so on and so forth. And they had some uh, conflict with the police down there, but it was like over with, over in a couple weekends. But it was, it was good. It was good. Well, you know, we, we, you know, once again, we Americans, you know, you know, we like a level of comfort. So if we're going to protest, Facts. you know, we, 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 we can't do it like um, they was coming up from the South with, you know, bus boycotts and stuff like that. It, no, we gotta have we gotta have a cooler on every corner. Gotta have water, you know. Gotta have people with sandwiches, you know. We gotta sing "Kumbaya," all of the above. And we gotta cool. have gotta gotta have a a stage in the middle of uh, 16th Street with music, you know. Man, I don't know. I don't know what y'all trying to get at with that, but I think the protests were. Are y'all asking are they cool? What y'all asking about the protests? Well, I'm saying it's something that happened during the summer. Like we talked about COVID, we talked about Trump. This was a major ass event. I feel like I feel like it was major to black people. I feel like what America told me was they don't really give a fuck about any of those things because I don't I don't see how with all of the black hurt that took place this year, the collective hurt. I mean, you saw Ahmaud Arbery, um, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor. Um, I mean, the list goes on and on and on, right? It's about five or six like major ones. You know, you mm -hmm. talked about the young the young brother from a, a few years back that took place in Colorado, um, Elijah, I forget his last name. Um, but you see all of these different types of incidents and this dude still got 71 million people to vote for him. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think and it's 74. 74. I'm, I'm sure three, right? Yeah, yeah. But that's still a whole lot of people in the midst of him not having the the kahunas to say to condemn these different types of acts. You know, that that's a that's, that tells me a lot. That tell that that 2020 was very uh it revealed a lot about where we live, what country we live in, the people around us who we work side by side with. And they don't really care about like our experience, the black experience. But you think 2020 revealed that? I think yeah. America been like that though. I don't yeah. think it no. necessarily revealed something. I mean, it's it's been going on forever. Before, before the election, brother, I, I would say we saw protests, I want to say in, in 30 plus countries around the world, including this one. What happened after George Floyd hadn't been done before, where the entire country had erupted. Normally those protests are more um, segregated to the area in which they occurred, right? This dude's murder on like for those eight plus minutes, that set out protests across the globe. Mm -hmm. That was new, right? 
And so mm-hmm. I think when you when you look at it from that perspective, Neil, it is something that my assumption was that all right, this may be able to be a moment we can kind of create a coalition with people across the spectrum, and that's not what took place. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not negating what you're saying. I'm going from the aspect of, um, yes, this summer there were a lot of unfortunate incidents that allowed they were murders. I mean, were unfortunate incidents to make it, it's still unfortunate murders. It's still unfortunate. It ain't had to happen, but that made America do things differently and look things differently. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about when you made the statement of, you know, 2020 kind of not not literally opened your eyes, but that you see that America don't give a fuck. I'm like, America been like that forever. That's the aspect I'm going to. Like, I'm looking at it as like 2020 caused a bigger change, a momentous change, yes. But to say, and I'm not trying to misquote you, I'm not trying to say that's what you say, but the idea of 2020 opened your eyes to let you see that America didn't give a fuck. Shit, it's been like that for centuries. You know what I mean? So that's, that's, that's what I was touching on. That's what I was touching on. I think that the dope part about it is that it was like a lot of young people involved with it. And it's like, we're all in our forties at this point. And this was really something for younger people, teenagers and 20 year olds and whatnot like that, really out in the streets and, you know, protesting, not just here, like KG said, but around the world about this. I think the unfortunate aspect of it is not, white people are not going to ever help do this. So that was never my, I'm not I disagree. In when I, when wait, I wait, wait, in Texas, in te- y'all all live in the DMV. So y'all have a very, I mean, I'm going to say disproportionate, but, Texas, so, but you, you, ain't, you ain't lived in Texas in almost 20 years. So oh, no, Texas is Texas. Well, I should say Houston. Texas, Texas is, Texas is, is up for grabs. No, it's not. It's a swing state. Hold on. Hold on. Before we get lost into that, the idea because it almost sounds like the the idea is that only black folk was out there pushing. That's, and that's my point, Rod. In Texas, when I went to go protest, I didn't see just black people. In fact, I saw more white people protesting than I said than I saw black people. Well, okay, let me explain what I mean by white people. I don't think them white people that was out there protesting against the police are indicative of the majority of white people's opinions. Let me, let me try to say it like that. Okay. Yeah, but that's not the point. That's not the point. That, that was my point. Yeah, so, but I'm saying that the point of a protest, though isn't uh-huh. to capture everybody's opinions. The point of a protest is to make sure you have in mass, in number, uh, enough people to display your disgust with, 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 with present day circumstance. Agreed. And when you look at the people that were out there, because I was out there too, mm-hmm. it, was, it was overwhelmingly non-black. Yeah. Overwhelmingly non-black. Mm-hmm. It, so it wasn't just black folk out there, and for them to come out day after day after day in the in the summer. Now it may be they could be doing it because it's in vogue, it's fashionable to mm-hmm. have these, you know, to take these stances or whatever. That's not the point for me. The point is you put your body out there when you didn't have to. You could have stayed home in the AC, and you decided to do that because mm-hmm. the white folk, the Asian folk. Latinos, they was out. The other piece that got me is, especially here in D.C., a lot of uh, the LGBT community out in mass. So I was like, I can't, I can't stand for a black person to say something against the LGBT community because they was out. Here. I'm not saying that you said that, John. I'm okay. saying you know how we 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 can be homophobic in, in our culture, in our conversation, in in our music. 
but I can't stand for that when I see masses of of black, white, Latino, Asian, gay folk talking about Black Lives Matter. They weren't even going with the all Black Lives Matter, which meant we, you know, all including black and trans. They were just like, no, period. Black Lives Matter. That was a statement. You know what else we forgot too? We this George Floyd happened on the cusp of the chick, the Karen in uh in, in Manhattan. In Manhattan. I can't think of her whole, whole little name, but it's a matter like think of all the shit that we experienced this year. Like we forgot all about that. It's been a lot of different things that have happened this year. I think we're really gonna need like a mini series on Netflix about just this one year and all the different things that's happened this year, all the different people that we lost this year, and so on and so forth. We're gonna get one of those I hate a 2020 type VH1 shows. That's I don't, they, already, but, they already did that for Amazon. Amazon yeah, but Plus. I actually, I actually don't hate oh, this year. Prime. I didn't I hate 2020 though. I don't hate this year. I, I didn't hate it either. I think 2020 has been one of the one of the the preemptive best years of my existence, quite honestly, because I learned a lot. I learned a lot. I grew a lot. When as a, as an adult, was the last time you kind of had an opportunity to just kind of put pause. Like we really, legitimately, we shut everything down for probably at least a month. You had you had a not a summer break because you couldn't go anyplace where you weren't supposed to go anyplace, but you had an opportunity to be still, like in every way. Can't, can't know where to go. Ain't going to the movies. You ain't going out cuffing. You ain't chasing no soft legs. You got to sit your ass at your house and look within and figure out what you made of. And that hasn't happened in in our lifetimes. And so I can I can appreciate what this what this experience has kind of you know allowed us to kind of do. And for me, it was completely different. I you know I, once it happened, I had to go into um, emergency response mode, and I was out there. So I didn't sit. I didn't have. I had. I had maybe a couple weeks where I could just get my mind right. About three four weeks to plan some stuff. But then I was back at it. And um and for me, the experience was like the last recession that took place. The body blows put me down so for me to, to like it, when we went through 2007 2008 2009 mm-hmm. I, I was i was going through it yeah that recession beat me up so to, to to be able to live through this one and be gainfully employed in a job that had me doing something that was impactful to the community mm-hmm. so that was something that i got to live to see so i you know i i let me ask you a far left question. I've seen a oh, couple shit. Here we go. people in the, in, the, in the chat talk about it too. You think if COVID wasn't around this year, the boycotts and the protests would have been just as impactful? They wouldn't have been as big. They wouldn't have been as big at all. Mm. So if nope. the there was no COVID at all, I don't think it, like y- y- y'all just said it. Yeah. It, it, it definitely wouldn't have been that big. I mean, yeah. If what wait a minute, if COVID was not out, do you think the protests would have been smaller? Yeah. Yeah. That don't make logical sense. No, COVID, they been... people people wanted something to do. You know what I'm saying? So all the attention was focused well, you on what's going on with the Oh, protests. oh, because if COVID was not here, people would have been at work or school or whatever, and they wouldn't have oh okay, exactly. yeah, okay. I got you, I got you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah I guess. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with that because and, okay. and more so I think people would just some people would or using the protest as a reason to get up out their house. Um, I think forty five helped this whole thing too. Oh, definitely. If forty five had not, if forty five had not been the president during this time frame, I don't think 
there would have been as much progress with protests because another politician, another person would have said and done most things, if not all things differently to kind of put, to put, to take the oxygen out of the room, to put the fire out. He, he kept blowing wind on everything to, to keep it popping. And right. if you if you think about it, people were already in protest shape because since he had been president, they, they started his presidency with protests. His presidency started protests all over the world with women wearing pink hats with cat ears on it. Talking about grabbing by the, you know, what I'm saying, yeah. and Women's Day marches all over the world. It's like people have been co consistently protesting this dude since he's been in office. So once all of this rolled around. It was like, all right, we, we already have an infrastructure to, to put protest out there. You know, we 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 know how to do this because we've been doing it ever since he been in he been in office. Yeah, I mean, um, I and think that. Oh, go ahead, John. My bad. No, go ahead. Nah, and I mean not to dwell on it too long, but you and I said it on a couple of previous broadcasts. My biggest thing is after the protests and everything that we've seen and made history with. What's next? You know what I'm saying? It's almost like every couple of years, something cataclysmic happens and people wake up and the people speak and the world is in an uproar. And then it just dies back down and that same shit starts happening again. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? So I, I hope it doesn't go that route, but in just in my mind, not speaking for y'all or whatever, but it's almost like I said, every couple of years, some major thing happens that causes a shift and there's there's a possibility for change there's a possibility to do things differently but then it's like eh, all right and then it rides out again until it just starts all over again so i, I hope i feel like this is going to be a little bit different because the pressure's on biden's administration he don't notice in my opinion I think black women in particular helped push his his whole campaign over the top, pushed him, got him through the finish line. Um, I mean, Georgia flipped at one point in time. Again, Texas was blue. It, did, it didn't end up blue, but it was blue for a second. And there was some nerves. Like when Fox News, when Texas closed the polls and Fox News don't say Texas is red in the beginning, they got to wait a little while. That tells you Texas is in play. So when I think about what happens with this next administration, I think people are going to try to hold their feet to the fire because people were really going to sit this thing out. of like, man, fuck both sides. And so. But I, then I, you know I, what? You don't, you know, you know, why I, I respectfully agree to disagree because like John said it best. And I don't want to misquote you, John, you pick it up. Remember, John was saying something I mean, like. We always say that. I don't want to misquote you. Right. Like you remember me exactly what I said. No, I said I don't want to misquote you. I don't want to. Right. About when you when we were talking about, I think you had said something where has when Biden gets elected, he's going to have an excuse, and he's like, we need to focus on this. Remember what you were saying, John, about he'll say focus on this. this is but I'll get you in another two years, and then something else will come up. So that's that's what I can see happening. What's your trick about? You know, we got him in office and whatever. But I think there's always going to be an excuse. We need to fund. We need to focus on this. We need to focus on this, and then pretty much. We gonna get when what gives you that? What gives you that? What gives you that impression? He ain't even got an office yet, but you're saying this. What gives you that impression? I mean, history has shown me that. You know what I'm saying? And this is just for me talking. Like, okay, fine. history. History would have showed you that Trump should have won again. He had an enormous uh, amount of votes, as we just said. I mean, yeah, but he he listen. 
the dude, it hasn't been a lot of times where an incumbent president loses. Mm -hmm. I think it happened what three or four times. Three, I think it's three. So okay. what get, what gives you the impression, Neil, that Biden will do what you're saying? I'm just basing it off history. I hope he proves me what wrong. History. I'm talking about president, former president. Tag in, Neil. Take it over, John. No, 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 no. Don't, don't tag in. Nah, you said John, it. John's my tag team partner. <laughs> if listen, I mean, no, no, real, real talk. If you said it because of how you feel, that's different. But don't don't be bringing up it's, stuff. It's hold on, hold on, bro. Don't be bringing up shit when you when you just talking about how you feel because what what are your facts? What are you basing your opinion off of? And if it's just how you feel, I'm good with that. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'm right with that. But here's the thing. I, I but when I it goes back to the thing we was debating on uh, during the election. Um, I've been drinking, though. Right. He been drinking, so he little he little you know he get a little confrontational when he got he got a little stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. I, I do not get confrontational. That's I do. <laughs> you do get confrontational. That's not me. I like to have fun. Oh, uh, so here's the thing, though. Um, yeah, Denise, tell him that tone. KG's tone is ridiculous. So here's the thing. <laughs> when he starts drinking, exactly. Here's the thing. It's all love. We gotta, we gotta give Biden. He didn't even the office. He didn't even the office. Give him ninety days. Give him ninety days. Get your cap in place. Hold on, I'm not. How's he gonna go on when I haven't even said what I was saying? God damn. Go ahead. Give him ninety days. Let him get his cabinet in place. His policies will be out on the internet for all to read. And then we gotta take a look at that. And then in mass, we gotta we gotta hold him accountable. Hold him accountable. What he said he was he he pla his platform, but we also have to take into consideration what does the Congress look like, because if you don't know nothing about civics, then I need you to shut up. If he has a divided Congress, he's not going to be able to get everything done. You follow me? So <laughs> let's look at Congress. Let's look at what he said he was going to do. We give him some days some days to get it done. But you know who else we need to hold accountable? All these black folk. That had been riding with him throughout the campaign, that now got jobs with mm -hmm. him. Like I'm talking about revolutionary black folk, commentaries. You know, they commentators on CNN, MSNBC. They got all the bright ideas, and they they they've been riding. We need to see this, and we need to see that. Now they got hired by the administration. We need to see them push the administration to do the stuff they said needs to be done, because I, I had a problem with this. Black faces in high places, they get real docile when you give them a paycheck. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So if we got people on the inside, then you got to hold them accountable from the inside. We hold them accountable from the outside. And if he don't do it, we, 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 well, what he said he was going to do, then we find somebody else. Go ahead, John. All right. What's next? I mean, bottom line is what's next? What's next? You keep doing the same things, expecting a different result, and it's madness. And we're going to be right here to talk about this, God willing, knock on wood, in 2021. And in 90 days, March, April, 2021, y'all gonna be like, well, you know, this other thing happened. And so he couldn't do this, that, and the third. And we know how this is gonna go. We gonna move on. So next thing, we really do need to talk about my man, Andrew Gillum. Wait a minute, Rob. I thought no, we, we don't. Oh, God. Yes, we do. We're <laughs> talking about politics. What's the problem? No, we're not oh, talking wait. about no more politics. Let's move on to something else. <laughs> Moving on to something else. Uh, what was the other thing that happened this year? In want to know if we're going to talk about Andrew Gillum. No, I feel not. like we can touch on that. What's the problem with that? 
Why, why can't you touch on Andrew Gillum? The people don't want to hear about that, man. Clearly, people do. No, that's one caught. person. That's one person. The people, want, the, people want to hear, the people want to hear about other stuff. We know that already. We got plenty of time. We got the relationship. No, we got, we're 40 minutes in. What are you talking about? Straight No Chaser, the podcast. Straight no Chaser. Instagram, please like, share, subscribe. This dude ran for, for, for governor. So what? Right. While paying uh, gay escorts to have now, please drugs be careful. Them. Please be careful because we, I mean, you got to say exactly what's going on, what happened here. So who's going to recap this whole situation? Because somebody probably has not listened, I, don't it, know what's going on with it. I think, I think, I think what, 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 what Janisha's saying is, is important. Black men need to go ahead and just be gay. Or by just be you, right? Just just be be you. Be open. Be out. If that's what you do, that's what you do. Okay, that so has something I'm, to do with black recap. men. Everybody should be who they are. Be gay. Be bi. Be straight. Be be trans. Be whatever the fuck it, you want to be. That has nothing it, to do with okay. black men. It doesn't have anything to do with black men. It has something. But I tell you, in terms of the well, no, I'm not going to say that because I could Don't be wrong that. with that. Don't do that. Oh um, no, no, no. I was <laughs> I was thinking something completely different. Um, Thank but, you. Uh, I, Why are we talking about this dude? Because it he, is. He is irrelevant. He is irrelevant. Not irrelevant. It's not irrelevant. Culture. This is absolutely very relevant. relevant. Because I realized while y'all was arguing about this, you could have touched on it and moved on already. I've been. I all I wanted to do was summarize it real quick. But you know what? Fuck it. Whatever. We're moving on. Y'all can look up who Andrew Gillum is and what happened to him (laughs) in twenty twenty. We're gonna move on from that. So, um, I wanted to say, like, what is one thing that you that is like happened in twenty twenty? that you miss or that has changed dramatically that's never going to come back again what what's the problem i mean we would you we can't no, talk no, about he, Andrew Gillum. no no he was responding to a a, a comment that's no, all every, everybody said one person is like talking about this dude and y'all i don't understand y'all man it wasn't just one person <laughs> i don't think it was one person we're moving but, on we're moving on we're john wants to talk on. about the one thing that you so, will miss thank you thank you Ra. thank you so one thing that you going to miss that are, or that has changed dramatically in 2020, and you know why? You know, just don't give Celtic no more liquor. That's all. That's how you <laughs> go ahead, John. So I'll speak with this one. Okay, this is a major problem for me: not being able to go to movie theaters. That's that's a problem. Like not being oh, and having my kids at the house all the time. That's been the twin terrors of this whole little period. So get their ass back in school. Get movie theaters back up and running again, and if that means everybody's got to get the vaccine, y'all go out and get the vaccine. Wait, what? The thing that I miss the most about 2020 and what has changed dramatically or the most or whatever you want to call it is the fact that you can't go to movie theaters, one, and two, my kid's been at the house this whole damn time. Or really not my house, but, you know, at home, not in school. We don't know. All right, so I, I like the idea of the movie theater thing because right. my wife will tell you I'm I I am a movie the, like movies the, they not movies to me for real for that real too. if it if it ain't in a theater I love a theater right um, I need the hot tamales so, man so I miss that but the the piece that maybe we can get into later that you said was if you got to do what you got to do go on and get the, the, the vaccine I thought that was breaking news because I thought you was against the vaccine. I said, you all go get the vaccine. Y'all go oh, get it. Okay, my bad. So so let's get back to the, the movie thing. But now, nah, yeah, right. I miss the movies too. I, I wholeheartedly miss the movies. I want to be in a movie theater. I want to I want to get, you know, movie theater popcorn. I want to mm-hmm. get... I want all that. I, I want everything. I want, I want mozzarella sticks. I, I want, want overpriced popcorn. Sound. 
All that shit. I, I want wait. recliners. I want yep. everything. Like they perfected the movie going experience for me. I'm willing to pay that premium. And now they took it away from me all 2020. I'm pissed. Yep. The movies is open again. I mean, not up here. Not well, are they? No, no, they're not. Yeah, it, I think it depends on where you at. Yeah, you can rent I out. Just somebody say, yeah, you can rent out the movie theater for ninety nine dollars. You're right. If I, oh, uh, the movie, the movie, the ninety nine dollar rental, I'll do that. The movies are open in Texas. That's what I'm saying. And the infection rate is sky high, and everybody's about to turn into zombies. So that's kind of. You want to go to the movie so bad? Just go to the movies. Yeah. Oh man! What I'm trying to say is the thing that changed the most. Right, and that's that's like movies. That's been that thing. Open. Movies haven't yeah. been open. They shut down. It is totally different now. In other words, like the last big movie I remember seeing is the last. Uh, Avengers movie, Avengers, you know, Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Infinity War. But yeah, my question what, to y'all what, what, was, what what movie has come out this year that made you miss the movies, or is just that that experience being I taken away? I would have absolutely gone to see see Tenet. Like I love a, a Chris. I think that's a Chris Nolan movie. Chris, I love Chris Nolan. Chris Nolan. I would have seen. I haven't even. I don't even want to watch it on the screen on 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 the television, small screen yet. Like that is something I would have definitely saw in the theater. And then Eric put out their comedy clubs. I miss. I miss, like when I we were talking about improv, improv the other day. I miss, I miss a good comedy club. I miss going to arenas. So like any sporting events, um, oh, you know, games. What's that joint so, that was up in Silver Spring Rock? Um, the Bethesda Blues. Uh, uh, damn. Nah, that's oh. John. I never went to Silver Spring for for for. I'm the Moco head. Yeah, yeah. With some with Joe Clay used to do his comedy club at it. That, so I agree with the brother when he said comedy clubs. That was a yeah. nice little spot, but that's so that's what I was saying. Like one major thing about 2020 that's changed dramatically that you no longer do, or you think it's not going to be the same, or it's never going to come back, or whatever, whatever. That's what I was talking about. Movie theaters is mine. Uh-huh. Yeah, concerts and, and, for me. Concerts. I miss concerts too. Yeah. And and I think the one of the main thing, like I miss movies, but one of the main thing things, and, and I'm brand new to it. I wasn't big. I never prioritized it earlier. Traveling. Like international travel, I go all over the country, but I never left the country. It wasn't just wasn't prioritized for me. Like uh, my wife was like, "You get a passport, so we can leave the country." And since then, I have been turned out. I right. I want to get on a plane for six and a half hours, end up someplace else, and and just you know be upset because I don't know the language and I'm I'm funny funky about the food. Like I I want that experience and I'm I miss it. I miss it. There's but so much Puerto Rico could do for you. You know, I, right. I, I, want, I want to go elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I, I miss sports. I miss the communal experience of relationships, right? So huh? when I, the communal relation uh, experience relationships. So y'all didn't get a chance to experience the birth of my son. Right. Mm-hmm. When Brooke was born, we made the pilgrimage to Atlanta as a right. family. We all kind of bonded and you know bonded in that way. Obviously, we wanted to do that. When what up, Greg? My bad, coach. My bad. You good? But we couldn't do that. Um, we got it. We did get a trip in. We we kicked it in Texas before all this stuff kind of kicked off, and we had a great time. Um, my ten year wedding anniversary was in twenty twenty. My twenty year fraternity fraternal anniversary was in twenty twenty. None of that got a chance to. I I did not get a chance to experience any of those those milestones and so when i think about even in 2021 those experiences will still be nullified right because 
to John's point, there's going to be a dichotomy of people who have been vaccinated who probably can travel. I, I anticipate the travel industry to be the people to regulate the vaccine. Like you got to show proof of vaccination before you get on this plane at some point in time. Right. And so when I think about you know, there's going to be people like, you know, like, for example, John, right? John, like, I, I want to take the vaccine. And unless we're going to be in D.C., I may not see him again. I'll find but, my way down there. I'm, 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 I'm giving an example. You know what I'm saying? So when I think about like all the things from a friendship and relationship standpoint that's been impacted by, by COVID, you can't get that time back and you may not be able to get it again because it just, it's a real messed up situation. Yeah. And I see um, somebody commented, I guess for the teacher and me, I do feel sad about all the, all the seniors who didn't get their prom and they didn't get the, you know, the typical high school experience that you're supposed to get the graduation mm -hmm. and everything else. Right. I mean, we made it do what it do, you know, people right. driving by your home and things of that mm -hmm. nature. But the whole high right. school, I made it through the four year experience. Yeah, that that that, that was a, that that was that was my wife. She was talking about baby girl. She, you know, her whole senior year was mm -hmm. eaten up by um COVID. My neighbor, neighbor, Damn. she's a uh, a senior, graduated, can't do nothing, can't do nothing, and it just. Can you imagine being a senior high school like you could not go to prom? I'll be salty. Mm -hmm. yeah. Art you know was like, Art was like, just let me have a prom. Just let me have that. Like, I'll. But even you can't even come back. Stuff, for it. Do whatever. Just, just a prom. Damn. You can't even come back from. It. And I, I want to say this. I want to take a moment too. I apologize for my tantrum, but y'all know me. I, I hate the fact when y'all be letting the people who be chiming in dictate what we talk about. This our show. And you know I, what? I Hold on, let me finish. Let me, let me, this is my apology. This is my apology to y'all. That was a piss poor apology. I wasn't finished yet. I'm, but it started off bad. But go ahead, brother. Go ahead. I feel like we got you. It's all good. You know what I'm saying, Dave? And you know, I like it when the people chime in. I said, I do too. But it's, <laughs> I'm saying my position was it was one person. And I, no, no knocking with Denise. I we love Denise. On that. Yo, this, you need this to my take apology. a shot for this infraction, sir. That's right. the problem. There you go. No, I don't let you take no more, liquor. That's, that's, that's more. There you go. There you <laughs> go. Yeah. Okay, so now we good. Now. Um, yeah, that was messed up. <laughs> there you go, Denise. Trash. There you go, Denise. Yeah, Denise Basura. is my area, too. Basura. Basura. Ate you homecoming in the house. And, I mean, um, and what else? Um, Vice President. What is her name, Rob? Kamala. There you go. I did. I was. I was about to say I know, Kamala. I, I like how you funny. pause so you don't mess it up anymore. That's yeah, good. Right. You gotta, you gotta take a beat. Think I handed it. that off. Handed that one off. Good. She's now the vice president. Cool. I think that's wonderful. Uh, black woman. You don't sound like you really impressed, man. I don't sound yeah. like a really impressed man. No, you like, uh, the black woman. You, really like, you, you sound uh, kind of like man. Like she's not even fully black. Fully black. Like. Uh, you sound like you're really literally. I, I am saying I'm just sound very Trumpish. I sound very Trumpish. Wow. Anyway, I mean, um, I just wanted to say that I think it's amazing, it's historic, and all that other good stuff. Bravo and etc. You could do a so, circle of applause, like for real. A round of applause. What's the problem? Wow. So all that. Look say, what do y'all think about you know first black woman vice president of the United States? Definitely historic, coming from Howard. Et cetera, et cetera. I think she's exemplary. Um, there's no reason for any of us to be 
upset that she has been selected and ultimately elected to be the first woman vice president, let alone a black woman. Um, that's monumental, right? So I think it's really, I'm curious to see how she handles it, right? We see what the first black president, kind of how he handled it. I think we wish he would have went a little bit more ham, um, especially during the second, his second term. I'm curious to see what she does. Like I'm excited about it. I'm motivated about it. I'm inspired by it. We did a watch party for, you know, for Howard folks all kind of got together and kind of, you know, as a, as a Howard community, kind of enjoyed that experience. I look forward to it. I hope she does great things, man. Let's go Bison. No said. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited too. I, I was um, on the fence because I wasn't supporting her candidacy for president. I, I just didn't think that was the space for, for her. Who was wrong? Right now. Huh? Who were you on? Like for who, was, who was for president? Yeah. Um, I wanted something that was completely different, outside of the box, brand new. You know the ticket I wanted to see? I wanted to see Andrew Yang as, as a presidential candidate and um Pete Buttigieg as his VP. Yeah, they got a massacre. I, will, I, 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 I know they would have got tripped up. But, but everyone, here's the thing. Everyone complains that they don't want to see the same thing over and over again. We want mm-hmm. something new in the White House. But then you had an option for new, and you still picked what you know we've already seen. In I'm, terms gonna of Biden. Out, I'm gonna shout out Steph Brown, Howard. Oh, Steph, that's she, she called a Biden Harris ticket. I don't know if it was a year or two years ago. I saw she po- somebody posted. I was like, man, you got to give black women. They see, they know it. We got to Ste- follow them. Stephanie was also in the Bison Student Leadership Program that I she created. Was a B- yeah, that, BSLP. That, 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 yeah, yeah, that, that y'all help. Yeah, KJ, you helped with that one. I was there a couple times. I think I You was there a couple times. Well, I mean, yeah, that's cool. I think it's a really interesting thing. I love the fact that, you know, she came from Howard and all that. I look forward to seeing what they do. I think they're going to do the same thing that every other Democratic president has done, and yeah. I look forward to talking the about it. The two people at the bottom are skeptics. Skeptics. <laughs> I think he's talking about me and Neil. I'm I not said the two people at the bottom, yeah. I mean, I don't even know. What does that mean exactly? Yeah. Well, the what skeptic does it mean, mean to be a skeptic? Oh, believe in the government? Oh, hell yeah, you're right. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> you just, Is that what it means to be a skeptic? You just don't, you believe uh, that things are probably not what they are. Oh, 100%. Yeah, totally. You're right. Okay, I, I'll cop to that one. Hell yeah. I don't really, know what that got to do with it, but you, you right. didn't know you, was, you really didn't know what the definition of the word skeptic was. I don't know what you thought skeptic meant, so I just <laughs> want to make sure we were on the same page. No, hold on, John. We had meant. the discussion a long time ago. Words mean something. Okay, and correct. You said you said the definition didn't make a difference. You said you could make up your own definition. That's why I wanted to say, what do you what do you mean by skeptic? I agree with you. Somebody that does not believe things all the way they are, or whatever. You're right. So just look at the definition of it. Can I just That's say, Tr- I mean. Trinisha, I, I think, I, Trinisha, I think she's going to do a great job as, as VP. And I think you're going to find out. She'll, she'll, get, she'll get her chops, and then she'll be able to one, run for president and be the most qualified person to run for president to now and, and lose. Wow. Can, we, can somebody please write that down? We just <laughs> said December 30th, 2020, if she runs for president, she will lose. Is that what we is that what we stand for right now? Absolutely. That's what y'all say? Okay, cool. Absolutely, yes. She'll be the most qualified person out of all the candidates, and she will lose. I see. Okay. Okay, y'all heard it here first. Straight no chase of the podcast. Tell your friends to tell a friend and all that. Um, 
Mr. Mr. John, I'm speaking. <laughs> Were you speaking? No, no, no I'm, I'm, that's what she said. That's, oh, that's yes. the whole thing. I'm speaking. Oh, my God. Go ahead, John. Okay, I don't know what that was about, but all right. So you didn't. Yeah. I'm about to watch the. You didn't watch the debate, the vice vice presidential debate. He probably just doesn't remember because he got a lot of stuff so going in out of his brain. Yeah. They, only had, they only had one debate, John. Do you think I, I do not remember the Democratic vice presidential debate? I'm sorry, Keltrick. I, okay. I don't recall that one. It's okay. All that to be said, I mean, um, what else, man? What else happened in 2020? I mean, oh, let's, the house? Never mind. Keep going. My bad. <laughs> I was That was my next thing. That was a major. You know what I'm saying? Kids being at the house. Kids yeah. being at the house. I feel like you don't think black women and, and the evolution and the elevation of black women was, was bigger than the kids being in the house? What is he talking about, yo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? The, the okay, whole... you're right. That's a good transition. We're going into the year of the black woman. Why do you let him fail you in like that, John? No, that, I'm cool with that. We can Why talk. Do you about let that. him do that, Chief John. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't try to talk. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. No, I'm helping you. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to save you. Like I'm that don't save me because I'm handing this right off to y'all because you absolutely <laughs> believe that this is the year of the black woman. And you know what I'm saying? We need to talk about it and how wonderful everybody is. So, KG, please tell us all about it. It's your black woman loving ass. <laughs> I, I am. White woman, I am. Well, as we all are. As we all are. Are you? And, you know, we thank all of y'all out there that's listening right now. Are you a black loving, a black woman lover? Wow. Wow. <laughs> Wow, who are you talking to? Questioning whether or not you like. Black are, you, are you a black woman lover, John? Because in all seriousness, you just threw salt on the fact that I'm interested, as opposed to the kids being in the house, the people who produce the kids. You try to throw salt on having a conversation about this is this has been the black woman's year. It Tell us been. why. Tell us why. I'm gonna just start with Stacey Abrams. How about that? Okay, and what I mean, Kamala Harris. How about that? Right. Yes. Come on, keep it going. No, I'm, I'm talking to you. No, no, no. But, yeah, but but he need help. So you got to be right, Stacy, no. Kamala. Um, who, who's uh, uh uh Keisha Lance Bottom? Keisha Lance Bottom. Yeah. Uh, even though I got issues, Lightfoot. Um, Lightfoot, but <laughs> mm -hmm. I got issues somewhat. Muriel Bowser did her thing on the national stage. Um. You got black women, black women who are running the campaign for Biden. You know what I'm saying? Black, well, not running it, but heavily involved and heavily involved with the Democratic platform, like with, with Stephanie Brown. You got black women who have been doing their thing. Like, if, if America's going to be saved, it's going to be saved by the hands of black women. Because black men, I just don't know what we, we, we do on podcasts. But, you know, <laughs> but the wow. sisters, <laughs> the they do a podcast too. We, we do a podcast, but the sisters is making it happen. All right, black women voters came out and 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 voting in mass. You know, so you're right. Like, like sisters mm. is is well, hell in the, She won. Uh, I think she won. She won one of the majors. Uh, yeah, tennis. And what yeah. and what the face masks with the different people who've been murdered by the police. I mean, just black women has been on point all of 2020. Well, most of them. And black men doing podcasts. There you have it. Yes, so, so we doing podcasts. Speaking of straight no chaser, 
this podcast. Please subscribe. Tell somebody about it. Um, yeah, you know, black women doing their thing all over the world. There you go. Right, Neil? With your cynical ass. What, what are we? Skeptical. Skeptical Neil. I'm not skeptical. I'm just letting, I'm just watching how you allowed yourself to fall into that culture trap. No, because I mean, if y'all don't care, it's like the kids being at home to me, that's a major, major issue. You know what I'm saying? Altering things. However, man, I love them being home, B. It wasn't even an issue for me. You were different. You, you I'm a different. dad girl, yo. So me spending time with my daughters, I loved it. It didn't bother me, none at all. So that's how, that's why I kind of agree with culture. The kid thing wasn't really an issue for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, for many people, uh, of course, all the rampant unemployment and all that. I mean, that was just part of everything that happened this year. But we made it out of there. And, you know, that's the beautiful part of everything. And we got to touch on, you know, what's up? What's up, Rod? You clearly want to Do we want to address this question? What do you all think? I mean, KG, I'm sorry. What do you all think black men should focus on in 2021? Absolutely. Because then we're going to transition into our little relationship segment. And what do black men need to focus on in 2021 i think they should focus on making sure they keep their house in order I what agree. does that mean what does that mean exactly making sure that there is there is peace there is good communication that there is stability that um everyone feels respected protected and loved within the confines of their home mm-hmm. I'll go a different route. I'll say, work on loving yourself. If you can't love yourself, how are you going to love your lady or whoever else? A lot of black men don't love themselves. So take time to love yourself. It's okay to say, well, straight no chaser. It's okay to say, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. I'm working on me. Because if I can't love myself, how can I love you? I think black men do that already, Neil. So I don't know if that's... You think black men love themselves? I think black men are selfish. I think how I'm interpreting what you're saying is no love. About, know I, how I to love yourself before you I understand. Can. I said how I'm interpreting what you're saying, it sounds kind of selfish. And black men, at least the way people are kind of framing it, is we have been selfish. What I would say, I think in 2021, black men should focus on listening, listening to black women. What are y'all trying to tell us? What do y'all suggest? And I'm, I'm not saying you got to necessarily do all of the stuff that they say or suggest or whatever, whatever the case may be. You need to figure out like what your role is in supporting their position. It's no different than what, what black people ask white people to do. Just listen, be an advocate. And but, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't know if, I don't know if black men, or I don't know if black women feel like black men have been a great advocate for the things that they experience in America. But then can I ask you a question? So when you, everything no. that you say, doesn't that coincide with loving yourself? I don't think so. I don't think it's loving your woman, loving your sister, understanding how you can love her better. Um, how can I give love if I don't know what love is? If I don't know how, how to appreciate know. myself, how what can I appreciate is. somebody else? Take her out to therapy. Right. And that's part of loving yourself. So that's the I mean, word. we saying the same thing, but probably just different lenses. But L.A. Really- Bell says we need therapy. That is one of the code words of 2020. People need therapy. Well, people, I, I hear a lot. We of, discussed know. therapy early on. And yeah. so, L, if you can get to 
one of our earlier segments, earlier sessions. We we discussed therapy. In the some people get some people get triggered. Well, I, I, go ahead, Neil. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I was really thinking about the question because I think that's a dope question. I think mm -hmm. if you're already if you're already in a stable relationship, do everything that you said, Keltrick. I totally agree. Damn, for me. I'm agree with, but I'm just like, if you're already in a stable relationship, Church. do everything that you were saying, Keltrick. But I would, I would urge people not to be so quick to rush in a relationship. And like I said, practice on loving yourself, but taking the consideration, everything you said, you know, if, if you're a person that, you know, every time somebody says something to you, you're quick to have a response, check that. Because nine times out of 10, y'all could probably be saying the same thing. You just not hearing each other. So if we debating, we could be saying the same thing, but it's like my tone get higher, so your tone get higher, then your tone get higher. Just fall back, pay attention, listen to see what's going on. Why are you shaking your head, John? Um, I'm, I mean, I feel like uh, one thing I feel like we need to focus on is getting money. So you, get more money. And let the chips money doesn't solve all your problems. More money does not solve all your problems. It, I mean, it definitely helps out enormously with my problems. So that's what I feel like people need to focus on. Um, and yeah, that's that's basically where I'm at with it. So can I go that back? I like this just just so we can see it, just so we can see it again. Okay, so <laughs> time out, Rod. You can control these. Oh, absolutely. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so you know um, they just pop it up though. I'm doing this. <laughs> there you go. I mean, I'm mm. basically saying. Okay, cousin. <laughs> mm. Okay, cousin. Yeah. Now, are we. Are we <laughs> I don't know. Go ahead, John. Go. What's, up, what's up with the black culture joint in terms of like the movies or the yeah. movement with the black experience? Right? Are we still are we still on this other thing? Are we talking about like soul and the movies? Oh yeah. We talk, you know what I'm saying? Like, like Lovecraft, country. Mm. Name like, one movie or TV show or something that you were going to associate with 2020. Like that main thing that you watched, that you binge watched. Honestly, man, for me, it's soul. And I know a lot of people, I don't know if people, you know, watched it yet, but it came out on Christmas. Um, Jamie Foxx is the character or the voice of the main character in the movie. And that movie was dope, man. It was it was very much it, people liking it to the black version of It's a Wonderful Life. Mm. And if you haven't watched it yet, I highly recommend you do. No spoilers. It it spits it touches on the culture and it represents the culture in a major way. The associate or assistant director was a Howard um, um, alum, so yeah, you got to you got to know that it's it's done well. Um, I forget the. The, the jazz artist's name, but he did a lot of the instrumentation in, in the joint, the piano play, the the things it makes you think about and kind of reflect on. I thought it was just a, a dope bookend to, to to 2020. Eric, just do it. Do it in the morning, man. It, it's a. I think it's crazy. Yeah, I I, I, I like I like soul, um, but I didn't I didn't feel all the hype that everyone was giving it. I liked it, but it wasn't the best for me. It wasn't the best Pixar or animated movie I had seen. It was good. It had a phenomenal uh, message. Um, 
but I, I just leave it there. It was dope for me. the The most impactful piece that I watched this year was definitely was Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft Country was like from from the first episode to the last episode, off the chain. I'm waiting to see what they do for a second season. If they get a second season, if it looks like the first season, I just I just want to see what they do. Uh, for me, that was the height of my like because within that one show, I got the breath of black culture. I got music. I got art. I got poetry. I got film and cin- cinematography. I got everything within one show. I was completely happy. Mm. I don't think you, I don't think you got a bad. I don't think you can pick a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? I think this year we our culture was on display. Absolutely. In in its totality, and I don't think you can go wrong, man. I loved it. I loved it. Mm. I mean, my number one thing was uh, reading. Oh, the Nas album. The Nas album. Is that what? No. Nas I was going to say the J Electronica album, but. Actually, the best thing that I did this whole year was probably reading Cast, Cased, I don't know how you pronounce it, by Isabel Cast. Wilkerson. Yeah. Cast, yeah. It was a great book, and it was very informative about so many different things, just about being Black in, in America and everything else. If you have not read that yet, highly recommended Cast by Isabel Wilkerson. Also, I did not know this, a Howard alumni, alumna, something like mm-hmm. that. Mm. So Howard has been like on a thousand this year, cuz this has been on a thousand. Music. Um, Eric, yeah, you put out there Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. I need to see that. I keep hearing good reviews about Ma Rainey. Sorry, Cherie. I know she went to Hampton. Sorry, Cherie. (laughs) I mean, uh, yeah, but and that's that, I guess, uh, basically. And now here we are. Almost in the 2021. Well, I thought we got to get on to the relationship part of the story. Let's go. Okay, so hold up. Um, I did not, I saw the meme, but I want to make sure that I tell it correctly. All right. So who gets served, in your opinion, Mm -mm. at a a family dinner? Get a whole whole thing. That's what I'm saying. It's like. You don't have the meme? No, so, I don't have to mean. I mean, I can look it up, I suppose. But see, go ahead, Rod. Go ahead, Rod. You got, I know Rod got it on point. I don't have it, but I got the other meme. No, uh, do that. Do the do the do the dinner thing. Okay, so basically, you are at a dinner, man, woman, dad of the woman, and family. It's a big family dinner. All right, and she makes the father a plate first. Is that a problem for you? And if so, why so? Or is it not a problem? So here's the thing. So it was a it was a Christmas thing, and the friend of the guy posted this whole little slideshow, I guess, and said that during the dinner, his boy called him up and was like, My my wife made my made her dad's plate first. He got upset. And then to, to kind of you know couple the issue, they ran out of they ran out of flatware and he had to use a spoon. So he was pissed off about that and he left the house. All right, there the you go. Dude, there the you dude go. Had, to, had to use a spoon and he left the house. Yeah, he was upset about mm. So the, question, the dad got the, the plate first and everything. And he was like, So the question is, is that offensive to y'all? It was was the wife wrong? Should she should have you know fed her dad first or her husband first? Or is that a problem at all? So we could put this to rest because it keeps coming up, like they said, the plate question. We keep hearing this. Can't feed a man on a paper plate, you know, these types of dumbass questions. We're gonna end all that discussion right now. Go ahead. Neil first. <laughs> I think that's the dumbest, dumbest ass situation ever. Who gives a fuck? But if we being really literal, I guess it's based on cultures and beliefs. 
Me personally, I wouldn't care if I had a wife and she served her dad before me. I don't give a fuck. Shit, I get my own damn plate. But like I said, if you're if you're going based off whatever a particular culture is or a particular belief is, I guess there are some cultures they feel you should serve your man first. And then to me, I take a different perspective. Shit, that's my father. Or that's your father. So shit, serve your father first. If it wasn't for your father, your ass wouldn't be here and I wouldn't been able to marry you. But what, I think I think it's based, I think it's based on the individual. Cause I could flip it around and say, you know, would we serve our wives or our mothers first? Like I don't what see would that you as, do? That's what, what I do. The question is whose house was it at? That's very important. It was at it was at his house. house. It was at the husband's house. house. It was at his house, and she fed the dad first. Me personally, I wouldn't care if she fed her dad first at my house. That's her dad. Like, why am I tripping? But that's just me. Go ahead, ahead, Ron. John. I want to hear John. Oh, I mean, to me, it depends on if I like his ass or not. Because I mean, if I don't like your dad, no, don't at my crib with my food, feed me first. Because, but it, it all depends again on if I like your dad or not. So that's why I'm. <laughs> but what about just oh, a boy, general moral? What about a general moral principle code? Well, now? yeah, I mean, normally by all means, elders should eat. You know, let the kids eat, let the women eat, blah blah blah. You know, of course, if I'm trying to take it that route. But like, I've been in situations where I come in, I literally bought all the food, and there ain't no food left for me. Okay, that's a problem. But you know, if we're not talking about those types of specific situations, by all means. Everybody else get to eat. Go ahead. Go for it. Can I? So go for it. Here's my thing. It's your house. You're hosting the meal, whether it's Christmas, Thanksgiving, Easter, whatever. You're hosting the meal. It is your house. You are hosting it. As the host, the thing that rings above everything else is your hospitality. Mm-hmm. So that means if everybody in the house eats, I agree with you. And you don't, you're supposed to be hospitable. Everyone's, mm-hmm. you eat there every single day. Mm-hmm. You are, you are, you are accepting people into your crib for you to be a man to be like, my wife needs to serve me first and not serve her daddy. And what's wrong with that? And I got to eat with a spoon off a paper plate or that. Shut up. This is the dumbest shit in the world. If you host East last word last or if you don't eat at all so long as everyone else in the crib gets to eat and drink and you created the environment for them to be able to do that nice. that dude need help thank you babe that now, dude back, help. this is what i miss about COVID: getting together at people's houses so that we can take advantage of some of this wonderful hospitality eat some of that barbecue you know just post up like we used to you, but came, to the, you came to the crib john that's you what i'm saying what yeah, that, like we need that again. Like house parties, I really you, miss that. You, you would eat before me. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, no doubt. I'm definitely gonna eat. There's no question about that. What you say, Keltry? I mean, he sounds like a petulant child that didn't get his lollipop. First of all, he had to buy more flatware. If you <laughs> if he got if he if he only got a spoon, then that tells me he shouldn't he can't afford to host people at his house. And that might be the problem. That might be the problem. I'm struggling uh, for food as it is. You know, and then I think he has a, he has a, he's not a man. If, if you can't, if you can't, if you upset because you didn't get the first plate, you're not a man. Mm. You don't deserve to be called a man, in my opinion. You sound like a clown and a little kid. 
Facts. Because that's her father. And who cares to rock? Like all of y'all said everything I agree with, man. He is not a great host. He sounds like they're in an abusive relationship. She just don't know it yet, right? And if he is guilt tripping her to say, you should serve me first in front of your father, that dude ain't coming over there every day. It's one meal. Mm-hmm. Who what cares? if it is every day? What if it is I every mean, day? Wait, that wasn't was the was was scenario, though. Yeah. Okay. Right. So what if it is? I mean, he lives if with it. If it is, so what? Who Get cares? your ass okay. up and use your two feet and fix your own plate. Right. Mm. Now, that's crazy to me. In, in my, in, in, <laughs> I feel like, so I remember growing up, my granddad's whole thing was I pay I pay the bills. He my grandma didn't work. I pay the bills. I want to make sure I want to only thing I ask is I don't eat off paper plates. I want to make sure I eat off something like an actual plate. I I have that same mentality. I don't if I want to get my own paper plate, that's cool. But you know, I, I whenever I fix my plate, I typically get, get a real plate. And I put that joint in the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. My wife don't serve me. If she mm-hmm. does make me a plate, I'm cool. Half the time, I'm like, man, that's too much food for me. But it's all good. But I, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I wouldn't care if she made her father a plate. She made her brother a plate. She made her cousin a plate. I, I just wouldn't care. I, he has a fragile ego. Um, he he got some he got some real some real deep seated issues. He needs to get checked out. He does. Everybody oh, talked no. about the therapy. He take his ass to therapy, man. Right. Or, or just marry a weaker woman who who's who's subjected to what he wants. He wants a slave or somebody like a, a lower tier woman. A lot Sad. of people just been tripping on different things. Cause like as a matter of fact, because everybody here is married, been married, have kids or whatever. I saw an interesting survey one day and I was like, they said rank it. And I thought it was a no-brainer, but it actually had some discrepancies. It was like rank, rank in order for you of first, second, third. Your kids, your parents, or your wife. And for me. In my in my ranking, it was it was. What's that deal we're talking about? No, 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 no. I'm thinking about how people look at different things. It's relationships, dog. Like it's relationships. I know, right? Thank you, Kelsey. Damn left. Okay, so let's go left. No, for real. But but put it in order. What's the rank for you? Your kids, your parents, or your wife? And and it sounds like a no brainer, but it was really you had people saying my wife first, then my kids, then my parents. Some people said my parents. Than my wife and I was like, "What?" To me, for me personally, I don't know how y'all feel. I think I know be- with these two on top here, the two non-skeptics is about to say if oh. they had any intelligence. What we going to say? <laughs> we really going to do this? We going to do this? You are I mean, both go going. Ahead. Go for it. I believe you're both going to and correctly say that your wife is the number one priority in your lives. And why? Why are you echoing? I don't know, man. I just have that voice. It's very. I don't know. Hello. Finish, John. You got to keep going. Keep going. Just work through it. That's it. That's what I'm saying. No, I mean, what's the rank? You put, put the, what, what's the rank? You said their wife and then what? Their kids and then their parents? Uh, Yeah, I think so. For me, it would be, if I was married, it would be kids, wife, and then parents. I would say you would be wrong, in my opinion. For me. Kids, because yeah. I look at it, because in, in my perspective, kids are my future. My wife is my now. And my parents already lived their life. They're the past. Your wife Definitely. is your your wife is your now. For me, my I said my kids are my future. My wife is my now, and my parents are my past. So I would say my kids first, then my wife, then my parents. Me, what's the, what is, what's I the can't scenario? put my parents over my kids. What's your scenario? I mean, I, what you mean the scenario? 
I'm just saying as far as ranking. No, no, it's listen, what I'm what I'm talking about is let's say you what's your scenario? Are you asking our priorities in terms of our everyday lives? Are you asking in terms of if there was a, a life threatening event and you gotta save everyday somebody lives. Do what you're doing? Everyday, everyday lives, every day. Well, your wife goes first. Man. No, the house is on fire. No, 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 don't, don't go that way. I want to hear Kelch's perspective. You said in everyday first, life, Kelch, your wife goes first, your kids come second, your family, your, your mom, and your parents come last. See, and that's what I'm saying. Your, 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 your found, listen, without without your, your wife, there would be no kids unless unless you married into something different, right? So, like, we created our kids together. Without my wife and me, there would be no kids, there would be no house, there would be no home. It would just be a child here. It just, it just wouldn't exist. And so what I, what I understand about a foundation, a foundation has to be solid. You gotta, you gotta put your stuff on your foundation. Everything that builds from that, it can build, it can exist, it can grow, it can get stronger. But if your foundation is solid, it can withstand whatever weight you put on top of it. And you said that so beautifully and eloquently as my brother, and I love you. However, and well, I respect your point of view. No, not for real, but it's real. If, if we, if we gonna keep it a buck, yeah, if we keeping it a buck. Never mind. I won't do that. So I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm also wife, kids, parents. How shocking! I'm shocked. I, I, I know you are. Go back on mute so we don't hear no echo. Um, wife, we still hear hear echo. I don't know what it is. Yeah. So, yeah. Wife, kids, parents. If you are taking care of your wife, which also includes the house, your home, you're taking care of those things, the kid is automatically taken care of. Automatically. And when it comes to the parents, Right. You're a visitor. Right. right. I, like, this is my family now. Right. You're not this is my, my family. family now. You're someone I'm related to. Woo! Let's say that again. Let's say real. that again. You are someone I'm related to, but my Ooh. family That's real. is here That's at real. home. So it's going to always be wife, kids, parents. Because then the kids going to grow up to be an adult and go live their own life. You spend your, your life taking yes. care of your kid who's going to leave you and then be an adult and have their own lives. Would you expect them to come back to you? Hey, Ra, what you are saying is something that I think anybody who goes to premarital counseling will learn that. Your wife has to be your focal point in your, in your marriage. If she ain't, your marriage is subject to fail. If she ain't the first thing that you want to take care of, your joint is subject to fail. Now, if it's your kids first, no knock nail. I'm just I'm just giving you my perspective, and based on what I what I took away from my my premarital counseling, you can't marry your kids. You can't make love to your kids. You can pour in love to your kids, but ideally, it should be a a, a duality of that love. It's going to be different from your wife, different from your husband. But collectively, when you pour into your kids, it should be something that they can that's equitable from both sides. The whole thing about equity. Right. If they're your priority, it's going to be disproportionate. They're looking at how you treat their mom, too. 
Mm-hmm. And so you teach your mom, you treat the mom with respect, they're gonna be like, man, my dad really loves my mom. And he's showing me some love too. Like it 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 have more balance, and that's that's what I took away from my premarital counseling. So I, I'm I'm to Ralph's point, wife, kids. No, I definitely I definitely see all y'all perspectives, and it definitely makes sense. And I guess we all I already don't think there's a right or wrong answer. We all pretty much agree that parents. There definitely is a right or wrong answer. No. I believe there's a right or wrong answer. I'm that sorry, parents, and and that has come up. It has come up in the comments a few times that there's no right or wrong answer. There are things in this world that they are right and wrong answers to. And this I is one this of is one of them. I'm with you 100. And let me give the wrong answer because I'm putting my kids first. So, but but you don't have a wife. It's We're straight no chaser. You got a no child and parents. You don't have a wife. And it's straight no chaser. I know where you're going, and you could go there. Yes, it's straight no chaser. I know where you're going. Y'all divorced, right? And I and I listening to y'all say this. In my in my mind, I'm like, man, damn. Did y'all always feel this way? Or you gotta feel the way right now because y'all always. are divorced? Always. And I, I would say that's part of the problem. Always. Because it because the way you think I'm that there's a problem, there's no oh, problem. Go ahead, Wait, go ahead, John. It's your turn. Go ahead. Go ahead, John. I mean, um, like y'all was just saying, um, to me, the children are the foundation, they're the future, so on and so forth. I'm looking at it as in the things that I do as the head of the household, father, husband, whatever you want to call it, are all to benefit these children and to make sure that they're safe and so on and so forth. And their mother, my wife, et cetera, is also thinking the same thing. If they're your priority and that's my priority, we're on the same page. But if I'm looking at you and taking care of you and then you taking care of the kids, or I don't care how y'all was describing it. To me, that's not how it works. And I mean, uh, KG was like, that's part of the problem. It ain't no problem. Because right. like it all worked out exactly how it was supposed to, uh, and from my perspective, is that what you want? Is that what I wanted? Uh, we are absolutely not getting mm-hmm. into that in any way, shape, form. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not trying to get into it. What I'm asking is, is the outcome that you currently have? Yes. What you is that what you wanted initially? Yes. So yes. You, you got married to get divorced. I got married. Um, in my particular case. I got married and it was wonderful and it was fantastic. And when it was time for it to be over, it all ended and that was great. And it happened exactly how it was supposed to. I have no issues with none of that. I'm not debating I, how it was how it, how it wrapped up. What I'm asking, and I, you answered the question, so I I, I'll, I I got you. So basically, but yeah, I mean, um, what you got, Rob? No, Rob, don't sit on it. Let it out. It's the 2020 wrap up, cuz let it out. <laughs> it's the 2020 wrap up show. This is the end. And what's funny is the people that the people that are watching this, like it's all like we love each other. Like we all we we in each other's weddings and all that kind of stuff. Like all it's all love. love. So it ain't you know, ain't no him below the belt, but like we all it's all good. But Rod, let it out. Thanks. Don't hold back. No, I just think that um I, I, I just think that if if you if you take care, if the adults take care of themselves, mm-hmm. take care of each other. One, the children have no say in what's going on. Yeah, you can, you can, you can, you can provide opportunities for your children to have voice, but they don't make no decisions. You know, mm-hmm. but if the adults take care of each other, they will in fact make sure that the child has everything the child needs. My fault. Let, no, let me back up. If Was it ever competition? If the, if the adults are being adults about it. If so they're, the, being, they're being adults and being mature, they will take care of each other. They will take care of the child. 
Yeah, so uh, we, we know the parents is, is trash. They last. All right, so yeah. we good. We good. Parents, with that. Yeah. They're, they're not even they're on my dead. board. My parents right. are dead. They're, they're not even on the board. They're, 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 my mom and my dad is gone. Uh, they have the game. Mm. All right, so with, so with the kids, right? So have, did you guys ever feel like there was competition for the people who put the kids first? Did you feel like there was ever competition to see who could be best with the kids? Mm. Nothing like that? Okay. Mm. Nope. I mean, independently, I mean, it, it just wasn't like that. Like I said, I feel like if we are prioritizing the children, our family, our unit, um, you are automatically subservient to that as yourself. Uh, and that's just how it was. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. But uh, I don't think I, I could not be the way that y'all are. I'm not no, built you, like you that. ain't built like that. Yeah, everyone's not built, built like that. Yeah, you yeah, ain't built everyone's like built that. Different. And I mean, even if I think about it in retrospect right now, Y'all, well, we all family. If he was to ask my ex-wife, she would say the same thing. She would absolutely say the same thing. Kids, yeah, but did it start out that way? My, my question is, did it start out that way? Yes. Guaranteed. 150%. Guaranteed. That's interesting. Guaranteed. So, I mean, and and then, well, never mind. Never mind. It's going to take too long. No, no, go ahead. I mean, yeah, spit it out. Make a lot on yourself. No, I'm just... <laughs> I'm, <laughs> no. Speaking of therapy, here we are. Straight no, 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 no chasing a podcast. No, I'm, I'm, I guess, and I'm not saying I'm necessarily, yeah, coming from me and John's perspective, asking y'all, what is wrong? What, no, I'm talking about with the kids. We both okay. agree. Kids. Right. What is, quote unquote, I don't want to say the word wrong, but from y'all's point of view, what's wrong with saying you, pri you prioritize your kids? Like you put an emphasis on making sure your kids Wait are Wait a minute. Let me make I sure. Think, I, 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 hold, 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 hold on, hold on, John, real, real quick. I'm not saying that... You neglect the kids by saying your wife is your priority. I want to be clear about that. Mm. What I am saying is your emphasis and impetus needs to be on ensuring that your wife is taken care of. If she is not taken care of, if she's not taking care of you and her focus or your focus is on the kids, your relationship, in my opinion, with the wife is bound to crumble because it is being neglected. Can I can you I have start? to you have to be intentional in in pouring into relationship with your spouse? Facts. Go ahead, if Ruff. you don't, it will die. So you you have set up a dichotomy that you're going to prioritize one over the other. You've set up that dichotomy. So if you're going to pick who you're going to prioritize. Mm -hmm. Why would you prioritize a child over the person you vow to be with for the rest of your life? Because are we talking to me or no, John? John, no, John, no, no, not John. Neil, you said what's wrong with it is my opinion. What's wrong with it is if you prioritize someone who someone who you're supposed to cause to come into an existence. You, you prioritize the child. Mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're causing a child to become a person. You're, you're making that person. That's what you're doing. You're making that person. If okay. you prioritize the child over the one you brought the child into this world with, like you're going to be with them for the rest of your life. That's almost a betrayal. You prioritize someone who's going to be in our lives pretty much temporary. This is a temporary existence. Boy, John, I want to hear what you're going to say. Go ahead, John. Um, I couldn't disagree more intensely. 
Like, I feel like what we've put together, the reason that that child, the person that we make or whatever is the focus is because that was the, that's the product of our union and that's like the, the future and what we all about or whatever the case is. I'm not saying I'm going to um, neglect I, it's, we deal in absolute so damn much and people are very binary. They either good or bad or right or wrong. I'm not saying I'm going to completely focus all on the child. And I'm going to ignore your ass. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that if we're having to rank things. So in other words, before I bought something for my wife, if I have this is all the money I got and we've got to have milk or I don't know what would be important to a woman. Uh, shit, I don't know. Gas for your car, whatever. Nine times out of 10, I'm gonna choose this thing that the kid needs over that thing that you might absolutely need. You, This child is all my priority. That's who I am at my core. So if you don't want to deal with somebody that's going to be like, well, we gotta get you gas so that you can get to work so that you can go get the milk. No, I'm going to do that. I got this and we'll figure your shit out, but this is my priority. That's just who I am. I mean, I don't, I'm not gonna apologize remotely about that and everybody can feel how they feel, but. And if so, that makes you want to bounce, hit the bricks. <laughs> so wait a minute, let me get this straight. You said that you would buy your kids something before putting gas in your wife's car. I'm trying to think of things that are like necessities. I you think you would say what I'm saying. That's a no, no, wait a minute. No, 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 no. Let me make sure. Whoa, 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 whoa. I kind of hear what he's saying. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I feel what he's saying. saying. I just want to make sure. I want to make sure that y'all hear me because everybody always wants to act like, oh, you said this, that, and the third. If you if we trying to prioritize. These three items or whatever. Somebody watch their mic. That's you, right? I think John messed with his. I'm messing with him. Let it go. Let it go. All I'm saying is, if there was like three, I got a certain amount of money, a time, or whatever you want to call it. My resources are limited. I've got to devote it to my children. I got to devote it to my wife. I got to devote it to my parents. I'm going to put everything I got with my children and wife. You can focus on you. Because the kids is good. So to me, I feel like that's everything is handled. But if I'm putting everything I got into the kids with the expectation that she's going to therefore make it better for the children, I just don't simply, that hasn't been my reality. That's not how I was raised. Just that's trust not how issues. anything has ever uh, worked out. So, you know, just what? Just some trust issues. No, me? <laughs> I got that. <laughs> I disagree. Oh, John, John is so trustworthy. You got some trust issues, dog. Listen, man, if you pick, it goes back to Rasheen's point a few, a lot of episodes ago, you picked the wrong person, potentially, right? If you pick the right person, then you will trust that they will do the right thing based off of your investment in them, mm -hmm. right? I just, I just, you know, I'm not going to convince y'all to change y'all mind. I'm not trying to. Right. I'm just giving y'all perspective and hopefully some game. And y'all giving me the game from y'all perspective, which I, I accept. I don't necessarily digest it, but I appreciate it. You know, I, I think y'all wrong as fuck, but, you know, I feel you. Somebody, you know, somebody might. I don't know. I'm trying not to touch it. No, it's hey. love. It works right now. We good. What you got, Ra? Anything? Are we good? Oh, um, do we want to touch on this on this this other go with it, man? This this, this the wrap up episode. Okay, it's five hours. Let's it, go. Is, Keep oh, going. No, I do care if it's five hours. I still <laughs> I mean, got I'm not going for five hours. I got to. I still got stuff to do tomorrow. I got. I got to make a decision. You saw that one right there. <laughs> Who gets the plate first, kids or the dad? Man, you you answer this shit wrong. It's a problem. Kids all day. Or you just anyway. Go ahead. Yes, go ahead. Kids. Right. Kids. All right, so the, the meme that I saw that was causing a lot of stuff today was um, 
uh, Masika, Kalisha, who was that? You said that's Fetty, Fetty Wap's Wap. ex? Fetty Wap's ex. All right, so she she posts, um, met my fiance, met my fiance 10 years ago, curved him for 97% of those 10 years. It's 97% of those 10 years. It's That's nine years and seven months she curved him. Um, been dating for four months, which the math doesn't add up. It really should just be free. Uh, he asked me to marry him four days ago. Last night I asked him, what made you so sure after only four months of dating? He said, I knew 10 years ago on the day I met you, I wanted to marry you. That was her post. Hmm. That was her post like, I don't know if she was trying to give advice. I don't know if she was saying like, I'm the joint. But the thing I'm taking from it is she has a fiance that she has known for 10 years. She curved him for 9.7 of those years, nine years. And that'll be more than seven months, mm. but nine. Not over nine years, she curved him. Four months into it, she gives him a chance. He proposes to her, and she like, why me? My first initial response to it was, if you gonna make me wait 10 years, as soon as we smash, I'm ghosting you. Period. Wow. You're gonna make me put in all that work for 10 years. Time out, Rod. You know, you know there's plenty of dudes who played a friend role for a long time. Not 10 years. Stop lying. Stop lying. Yeah, I don't know about 10 years. I know Neil didn't just say that. 10 years? <laughs> John, you said no, no, no. Kelsey said to play the role for ten years. I'm not playing the role for ten years. I'm not playing the role for ten years either. That's not working. I'm not I'm doing playing it. the role for ten weeks. Y'all know that already. Don't do that, Kelsey. Ten I'm, years, Kelsey. I didn't ten? say anything. John is the one that said. I know Neil didn't say just say. But you laugh like because it's funny. I mean, I mean Tara, Tara asked, "What's wrong with a dude? He gonna wait for ten years?" And that's my question too. Why are you waiting for ten years? But I'm gonna be like, if you go and wait for ten years, you need. Just like some Nick Cannon type stuff, man. That but you gotta, well. I think you need to have your own life going on. You you need to have potentials in the wings. She needs to be a possible, like a spades. You got four on a possible. She needs to be your possible. You're not you're not counting that as a book. But as soon as you book it, Rod's dream kicking in. You know what it is that Basil Hayden's and my my, my mother in law got me that. It's, it's off the chain. Um, yo, as soon as you get it, mm, you what, if you wait years and, what if you wait disappear. 10 years and when you get it, you're like, man, this is, I waited for this? Mm -hmm. What'd so, you say? That's the worst. What, what if you wait 10 years and you get it, you're like, I waited for this? This is it? Mm. Yeah. You thought it was rich crackers and you yeah. found that it was regular old saltines? Ooh, that's yeah. the worst. Yeah. Andy Murphy said that. Mm. So, what's the question again with this? Adore, you know what curve means. You you know what curve means. You know when you got a pretty girl who got a dude who's who's sniffing around, and and she's like, "Hmm, I don't really want to mess with him now." And then finally, you decide to mess with him. That's curve. She curved him for over 
nine years. But now let's be honest, because during this time frame, he was dealing with Fetty Wap and had his baby, and and that you know that had something to do with that time frame. It wasn't like she was just dissing him or whatever. She was doing her own thing, and you know he just was in the wings, just waiting his time. And when the time came, he bounced out there. But in her mind, she's thinking while he's waiting his time, I'm curving him. She said it herself. I curved him for 97% of those those things. He prioritized that woman. And he waited until it was the right time. I mean, I feel like y'all should applaud this, brother. Man. Hey, Actually, um, 10 years? 10 years. What? If that's what it takes, that's what it takes. Applaud him for what? Because he prioritized this woman. He waited. He waited through her whole relationship. He waited. So basically, he's um, what's that dude who was with Remy Ma? He's Papoose. It's Papoose. No, I but mean, they got married. She was, they got married. she was in jail. That's a little bit different. Yeah, this she was, was locked up. She was married. Well, yeah, I'm not, that's I'm not speaking to the circumstances. I'm just saying in terms of his his that's loyalty. Different. That's right. different, Cage. That's different. She was locked up. I'll speak into his loyalty. No doubt. Yeah. Yes. Something like that. Something he like was as loyal as Papoose. There you go. <laughs> he was as loyal. He was loyal as Papoose. Yes. Oh, oh man. You're absolutely yeah. right. I mean, sometimes you got to plot and plan. So you mean to tell me that there is nobody that you have not thought of for like 10 years and been like, man, if I could, I would absolutely step to this person. I mean, clearly not y'all at this point. But that's but. not, I don't think that's what the picture they paint, you know, like that that he is casually in her life. And if she comes around, He's I'll do fiance. it. They are engaged to be married. Yeah, but but she says that she curved him for 10 years, which is to insinuate that he was trying to get at her for 10 years. Mm -hmm. What this means is probably she, uh, well, I don't know this woman from Adam, but she may have been chasing a check, got the check, and no, she's not circulating in that circle anymore, right? So I don't even know who the woman is. So I don't know, you know, a lot of a lot of times people who date celebrities, they get pregnant by them. They kind of circulate in that scenario or in that circle. They get pregnant again by somebody else to continue the what I what I would categorize as a meal ticket. She might not be hot like that no more. So she she came back to life, came back to, to reality, came back to earth, and this dude's there and he wanna marry her, and he may be um a reliable source of support for her. Let me just do the little chance, and I'll I'll, I'll take your little ring. Look, I'm ghosting. I'm I'm a smash, and I'm ghosting. Wow. In, 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 in the words of a fab, um, part pardon the expression. I'm only quoting his lyrics. Uh, he says, "Shorty said, fuck suck poof. You hit it on the head, girl. Duck duck goose. Wow." I mean, <laughs> you know how the game Duck Duck Goose go? Hit it on the head, girl. Duck Duck Goose. I, yeah, I'm not. I'm not sticking around for Shorty who who played me. Like, but what? Nah, but why? You got nah. again. So, like somebody just said, maybe they were friends. They was cool. She was clearly with somebody else. Now that whole situation is over with. Now he's willing to step up. They built their relationship. You know what's wrong? With you that? you are creating something that's not in her mind. Well, she I mean, said she said I curved him for ninety seven percent of the ten years. Mm -hmm. She didn't say we were friends that whole time. She didn't say we were cool. We had sleepovers. She said I curved him. Right. 
and mm-hmm. you gonna run to it like Check a puppy dog? No. He, he's he's a clown because, in my opinion, I think that might be Neil's mic. No, nah, I'm good. It's right there. I'll be your mic on your on your the, the beard hairs. I don't know. No, it's right there, sir. Nice try. You said it. You said it might be it might be your mic. I'm just all I'm I saying. The beard is long and luscious. But the microphone is right there, sir. Well, go ahead. Pause. All I'm saying uh, is, hold on, hold on, hold on. I ain't finished, man. Because Neil's go mic ahead, goes, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Neil messed with his mic. And, and, and I just and, muted and Neil. Away. It's his mic. I just muted it's, him. It's, it's his mic. Neil. For sure, it's Neil. <laughs> but here's the deal. She is. She's herbing this dude out. First of all, she put this on social media to say that I curved this dude. Her fiance. Her fiance for ten years. If he goes through with it. He will be less than a man. He may even be half a woman. Come and, on, man. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. Because this person who he, who he, I'm not saying he doesn't love her, but she clearly does not love him. To put this out in social media for wh- however her hundreds, thousands, or tens of thousands of people who follow her to say I curved this dude for 10 years. For 10 years. Like cur- curve is a real, that's a the word she's she's chosen is important. I curved him for 10 years. Not that I I wasn't really paying that much attention because I was I was focused on this. I curve is like, man, get your, it's like it's like a mush almost. Man, get out of my face. I curved this dude for 10 years. But now, meh, it's like like it's sympathy. Almost. Like, I don't want your sympathy. Like, listen, this dude's a clown, cuz. I feel bad for him. I mean, any as most of y'all actually know, if uh, anybody that does not want to be bothered with somebody, you don't curve someone for 10 years. She could have blocked him a long time ago and moved on. She was entertaining the madness throughout this. I think that what was happening is, like people were describing, they were cool, you know, social media friends, Tap it up here, there, everywhere, womp, womp, womp. But whenever he was like, yo, really, I want to come see you. I want you to come see me. She was like, no, 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 no. We can't do that because I'm with somebody. Yakety yak. Now she's not with somebody. He made his move. And that's just kind of how it is. I'm kind of surprised that y'all have this opinion. I mean, you got to kind of put in the long-term work. I want to know what Erica means by we're harping on the term, too much on the term. You go on and put in the chat what, like, what, what, she said. Be, what should we be harping on? Because this whole idea of a dude being curved for 10 whole years that that that's pretty serious and for Ooh. her to be engaged to him and then put that out there i mean technically the time first out. time she said and then let me say he had a, he had a waist trainer on in the line. wow did he so listen man listen man <laughs> okay first of all i hate that you know about I hate, that story too. I hate i hate we even talking about this because i think I told you how I feel about this before. I don't really care about this dude. You did say that. Well, I don't care about her either, actually. The the, the important to the culture. Um, but since we're talking about it, she is engaged to a guy that waist trains. <laughs> that's kind of it, right there. I think that's right there. Basically. Wrapped it up right there. Pretty so, much. I mean, um, Thank you, I don't know, man. Uh, y'all got any last? Talk about, talk about. That is your parallel to Andrew Gillum. There you go. You talked about. Wait, it. wait, what? 
Oh, because them, I never mind. Never mind. I, I don't get it. Big old Denise. There you Wait, go. Huh? So I'm saying we got any final last words. This has been eight months of how long of these little conversations. And it's been kind of crazy. It's interesting. You know what I'm saying? This is the last one. Do you have any kind of final words for 2020? Thank you. In all sincerity, thank you. Because you have taught me immensely. And, um, you know, the people that I, I mess with, they know it. They know that I love them. Now I do anything I can for them. Um, and that's that's from the heart. You know, I, I've given people given money to people who have not expected it when I found out that they they lost their jobs. Um, and I'm not saying that for no clout chase. I'm just saying, like in terms of showing love to people, the different the different the variety of different things that I've done um, in 2020, just to say, you know, I appreciate the opportunity to just get grounded back in life and not get caught up in the rat race. So thank you. There you go. I mean, um, I feel like the creator has a master plan is generally my takeaway. All this unfortunately had to happen the way that it does because of a reason that we can't really understand or see right now that is coming towards us. And yeah, it's going to be real interesting. And I'm going to look forward to talking more about that inevitably in 2021. I will add this too. I would love it for the people to let us know. So we continue because we, we really started this whole thing out as a, uh, we just really was just saying, I threw, I threw an idea out like, hey man, should we should we just start talking about stuff and just recording it on the humble? Mm -hmm. And it evolved into to this, right? And not that this, I'm, I'm not saying this is gigantic, but I think that, um, you know, should we continue this in 2021? This could be the wrap up for, for good. I don't know, but we gonna still talk. That yeah. just when I see it. <laughs> um nah don't 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 send us no feedback or nothing because we you sent us feedback and kg fought it feedback was <laughs> we needed to have a, a, a you know a sister come on oh. and you fought it no and I, I will say also i want to say thank you to mimi brown I, I, again for 2020 she was a phenomenal co-host I will, I will if we do this again i would love to see her back in 2021. Mm -hmm. why is he on this if we are doing this again we are yes all right i mean it. there you go <laughs> there you go another season and we will bring we'll bring mimi back because she was right. phenomenal yes sir and um, me, oh go ahead Rob. no go ahead neil no i was about to say for me you know it's been an amazing ride rocking with y'all you know We've known each other 20 plus years and this Crazy. is just like regular, this is like regular conversation for us. None of this is scripted. None of this is, you know, this is all natural. And to be doing it for this long and to have people that follow us, I think Keltrick said it best. Thank you. Um, I say continue to love yourself, you know, just check up on the ones that you love and we'll see you in 2021. We're going to do it again. Yes, I um and, and of course Neil um John you're gonna you're gonna wrap us out because you, you you hosting um absolutely we doing this in 2021 because it's the only time I really get to kick it with my family. If if we not doing this, I'm I'm I ain't responding to text messages. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing. But right. um but absolutely, absolutely 
Um, but folks, you know, have yourself a happy new year. Um, I hope you made it through 2020 with the least amount of trauma, drama, and stress possible. Um, if you if you made it to the end and you had your fair share of trauma, drama, and stress, I'm hoping that 2021 is going to bring you something much better. So um, with that, uh, Erica, you said something in the, in, in the chat about uh, DMing us some um, relationship topics. Send them my way, sis. We right. love relationship topics. We love That's it. Right. That's right. That's what we I, I, My wife and I, we, my wife, myself, and my mother-in-law, we had one this evening, but I didn't want to introduce it. She said she was going to come on and talk to y'all about it. We should do one next year when we bring our, our spouses on or significant others. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if y'all ready. We all ready. Listen, y'all know my wife. Y'all have all y'all have all hung out with my wife, and she is already hilarious. No, that's real. Straight no chaser. Mine is intense. I don't know if y'all ready. We all, <laughs> but listen, if, if y'all want to do it, let's do it. Let's rock. Right. Y'all think it'll be funny. All right. All right, man. So, yeah, uh, what you got? What you got, John? My main takeaway is, as always, please continue to get money. And, uh, yeah, we're going to see you in 2021. Be safe. Uh, Today's. What you got? I mean, what's today's principle? That's my wrap up. That was was going to be. That's the wrap up. Today's purpose is Nia. I mean, uh, today's Kwanzaa principle is Nia, which means purpose. I think if you did not find what your purpose is in 2020, Work on that shit going into 2021. Mine is getting money. So find what you're good at, what you want to do. And uh, other than that, we will see y'all in next year. Thank you for listening. Straight No Chase of the Podcast. We're everywhere. We out here. And that's it, man. And everywhere means YouTube. Spotify. Spotify. Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts. Amazon Podcasts. Yeah. All All right. right. Everywhere. Everywhere. Straight, no chaser.